Welcome to episode four in this finale in our series called Believe. So way back in 2019, when we started planning this series, we obviously had no idea what we'd be working through as a church, as a nation, and even globally. Our plan then was to have you read large sections of Revelation to get you ready for the weekend services, but we kind of felt like it'd be best to call an audible on this one and instead of reading those large sections of Scripture, to kind of break them down into five smaller episodes. So let's dive in. I don't know about you, but reading through these passages has been pretty heavy. There's so much intense imagery. Some of it seems scary and some of it seems confusing. And it's important in this to not get caught up in the word pictures, but rather to keep our focus on the overall message. From the beginning of the story until the end, Jesus is the answer. There have been and there always will be those who oppose God, but Jesus will have the final say. Imagine it like this. On D-Day, when the Allied forces of England and Canada and the United States stormed the beaches of Normandy, they provided just a resounding fatal blow to Hitler's efforts to win the war. Most historians will agree that that defeat on D-Day cost Hitler the outcome of the war. It sealed the deal. However, we don't celebrate the victory of World War II until VE Day, which happened months later. During the months in between those two events, though, Hitler and his armies did all that they could to destroy the Allies, but the ending was already written. He had lost. In the same way, though Jesus achieved victory over death and sin on the cross, Satan has been trying desperately to take down as many as he can until that final battle. Satan knows he has already lost, though. In the passages today, you will read of Babylon, the prostitute on the beast. She represents the spirit or the person controlled by the Antichrist, who will have tremendous influence and power on the, over the last days before Jesus' return. She represents spiritual adultery with the beast. In chapter 19, we read of a heavenly warrior, Jesus, defeating the beast. Jesus will reign on earth for a thousand years. In this period, every covenant and every promise made to Israel, to David, to Jesus and his followers, and all of the earth will be fulfilled. And in the end, Satan will be destroyed forever. Thank you again for gathering with us as we turn our hearts towards the Word of God. As we do this today, just a reminder to parents, uh, these next couple chapters are I would say brutal in their language and their clarity, and I think it would be wise for us, uh, for me, to say to you, make sure as parents you preview this before you sit and listen to it uh, with your kids, especially the younger kids, but um, it's the Word of God, and even though it sounds very PG-13, it's the end of days that Jesus is talking about and revealing to John, and there's going to be some graphic imagery, so join me as we attend Revelation chapter 17 through chapter 21. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and said to me, Come, I will show you the punishment of the great prostitute who sits by many waters. With her the kings of the earth committed adultery, and the inhabitants of the earth were intoxicated with the wine of her adulteries. Then the angel carried me away in the spirit into a wilderness. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was covered with blasphemous names and had seven heads and ten horns. 
The woman was dressed in purple and scarlet and was glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls. She held a golden cup in her hand filled with the abominable things and the filth of her adulteries. The name written on her forehead was a mystery. Babylon the Great, the mother of prostitutes and of the abominations of the earth. I saw the woman was drunk with the blood of God's holy people, the blood of those who bore testimony to Jesus. When I saw her, I was greatly astonished. Then the angel said to me, why are you astonished? I will explain to you the mystery of the woman and the beast that she rides, which has the seven heads and 10 horns. The beast which you saw once was, now is not, and yet will come up out of the abyss and go to its destruction. The inhabitants of the earth, whose names have not been written in the book of life from the creation of the world, will be astonished when they see the beast, because it once was, now is not, and yet will come. This calls for a mind of wisdom. The seven heads are seven hills on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen. One is, the other has not yet come. But when he does come, he must remain only for a little while. The beast who once was and now is not is an eighth king. He belongs to the seven and he's going to his destruction. The ten horns you saw are the ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom, but for who, but who for one hour will receive authority as kings along with the beast. They have one purpose. They will give their power and authority to the beast. They will wage war against the lamb, but the lamb will triumph over them because he is the Lord of lords and king of kings, and with him will be his called, chosen, and faithful followers. Then the angel said to me, the waters you saw where the prostitute sits are peoples, multitudes, nations, and languages. The beast and the ten horns you saw will hate the prostitute. They will bring her to ruin and they will leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to accomplish his purposes or his purpose by agreeing to hand over to the beast their royal authority until God's words are fulfilled. The woman that you the woman you saw is the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. Revelation chapter 18. After this I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority and the earth was illuminated by his splendor with a mighty voice. He shouted, "Fallen Fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling for demons, a haunt for every impure spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable animal. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth, of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues, for her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes. Give back to her as she has given. Pay her back double for what she has done. Pour her a double portion from her own cup. 
give to her, give her as much torment and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. In her heart she boasts, I sit enthroned as queen. I am not a widow, I will never mourn. Therefore, in one day, plagues will overtake her, death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire, for mighty is the Lord, the Lord God, for mighty is the Lord God who judges her. When the kings of the earth who committed adultery with her and shared her luxury see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her, terrified at her torment. They will stand far off and cry. Woe, woe to you, great city, you mighty city of Babylon. In one hour your doom has come. The merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. Cargoes of gold, silver, precious stones, and pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, and scarlet cloth, every sort of citron wood, and articles of every kind made of ivory, costly wood, bronze, iron, and marble, cargoes of cinnamon and spice, of incense, myrrh and frankincense, of wine and olive oil, of fine flour and wheat, of cattle and sheep, horses and carriages and human beings sold as slaves. They will say the fruit you long for is gone from you. All your luxury and splendor have vanished, never to be recovered. The merchants who sold these things and gained their wealth from her will stand far off, terrified at her torment. They will weep and mourn and cry out, Woe, woe to you, great city, dressed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and glittering with precious stones, gold and pearls. In one hour, such great wealth has been brought to ruin. Every sea captain and all who travel by ship, the sailors and all who earn their living from the sea will stand far off when they see the smoke of her burning. They will exclaim, was there ever a city like this great city? They will throw dust on their heads and with weeping and mourning, they will cry out, woe, woe to you great city where all who had ships on the sea became rich through her wealth. In one hour she was brought to ruin. Rejoice over her, you heavens. Rejoice, you people of God. Rejoice, apostles and prophets, for God has judged her with the judgment she imposed on you. Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a a large millstone and threw it into the sea and said, with such violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. The music of harpists and musicians, pipers and trumpeters will never be heard in you again. No worker of any trade will ever be found in you again. The sound of a millstone will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of a bridegroom and a bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's important people. By your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. In her was found the blood of prophets and of God's holy people, all who have been, and of all who have been slaughtered on the earth. Revelation chapter 19, after this I heard what sounded like the roar of a great multitude in heaven shouting, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and power belong to our God, for true and just are his judgments. He has condemned the great prostitute who has corrupted the earth by her adulteries. 
He has avenged on her the blood of his servants. And again they shouted, Hallelujah! The smoke from her goes up forever and ever. The 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshiped God who was seated on the throne. And they cried, Amen, Hallelujah! Then a voice came up from the throne saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him, both great and small. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters and like the loud peals of thunder, shouting, Hallelujah, for our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory, for the wedding of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Then the angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, these are the true words of God. At this I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, don't do that. I am a fellow servant with you and with your brothers and sisters who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for it is the spirit of prophecy who bears testimony to Jesus. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse, whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and wages war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, white and clean. Coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh he has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun who cried in a loud voice to all the birds flying in midair, Come, gather together for the great supper of God, so that you may eat the flesh of kings, generals, and the mighty, of horses and their riders, and the flesh of all people, free and slave, great and small. Then I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to wage war against the rider on the horse and his army. But the beast was captured, and with it the false prophet who had performed the signs on its behalf. With these signs he had deluded those who had received the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. The two of them were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. The rest were killed with a sword coming out of the mouth of the rider on the horse, and all the birds gorged themselves on their flesh. Revelation chapter 20. And I saw an angel coming down out of heaven, having the key to the abyss, and holding in his hand a great chain. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent who is the devil, or Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss and locked and sealed it over him to keep him from deceiving the nations anymore until the thousand years were ended. After that, he must be set free for a short time. 
I saw the thrones on which were seated, those who had been given authority to judge, and I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony about Jesus and because of the word of God. They had not worshiped the beast or its image and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. When the thousand years are over, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations in the four corners of the earth. Gog and Magog, and to gather them for battle. In, the, in number they are like the sand of the seashore. They marched across the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of God's people, the city he loves. But fire came down from heaven and devoured them, and the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. They will be tormented day and night forever and ever. And then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. The earth and the heavens fled from his presence and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne and the books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it and death and hell gave up the dead that were in them, and each person was judged according to what they had done. Then death and hell were thrown into the lake of fire, and the lake of fire is the second death. Anyone whose name was not found, written in the book of life, was thrown into the lake of fire. 